A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, you're listening to a very special episode of Popcorn Pals, where I sit down with Melissa Barrera, the star of Carmen. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff, and this is Popcorn Pals, a popcorn podcast with Lee and Tim Spinoff, where I'll be joined by a rotation of movie-loving legend guest hosts to discuss the latest and greatest new big screen releases. It's the same salty fun with some new flavours. So let's talk Carmen and then jump straight into my chat with star Melissa Barrera, shall we? Carmen follows a young woman fleeing violence in her home country, Mexico. During an illegal border crossing that goes wrong, Carmen encounters an emotionally damaged Afghanistan war veteran, Aiden, and the two go on the run, heading to Los Angeles to seek refuge with Carmen's godmother, Masilda, who runs a nightclub. As they travel north, Aiden finds himself drawn to Carmen's passion, free spirit, and will to fight for freedom. He too dreams of a new life free from the shadows of his past, and they know there is no turning back. Carmen is directed by Benjamin Millipi. From a screenplay by Millipi, Loic Barrer, Alexander Dinalaris, based on a previous screenplay by Lisa Luma, and based on the novel by Prosper Merimi. Carmen stars Melissa Barrera, Paul Mescal, Rosie De Palma, Elsa Pataki, and Nicole De Silvia. Carmen is the feature film debut of the world's foremost choreographers, Benjamin Millipi, best known for his work on the Oscar-winning film Black Swan. A French-Australian co-production, Carmen was filmed on location in Australia in the summer of 2021 and is based on the opera Carmen set in Spain, thought to be inspired by stories of the gypsy communities of Andalusia and Pushkin's poem The Gypsies. 
Benjamin Millipede's Carmen, though, transposes the setting to contemporary Mexico and California and completely reimagines the story, bringing to the fore contemporary issues such as the refugee crisis on the Mexican-US border, the violence of Mexican drug cartels, and the mental health of US veterans from the war in Afghanistan. I had the absolute pleasure of sitting down to speak with the film star Melissa Barrera, who has quickly become the new Hollywood it girl with such incredible turns as Vanessa in Lin-Manuel Miranda and John M. Chu's In the Heights, and Sam in leading the fight against Ghostface in the rebooted Scream franchise. In our chat, Barrera shares her connection to the story and what drew her to the project, including her involvement in authentically representing her Mexican heritage, how terrified she was to dance under the guise of Benjamin Millipede, and her baptism of fire in training with the Sydney Dance Company. Melissa also shares her experiences filming in the Australian outback in the height of summer and how special the experience was for her to make this piece of art for audiences. All this and so much more, so let's take a listen. Are you a soldier? Marine. My name is Carmen. Hi, Melissa. It's so great to speak to you about your wonderful and powerful movie, Carmen. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you. Director Benjamin Millipede has set his version of the classic Carmen story in contemporary Mexico and California and completely reimagines the story. An unconventional, haunting, romantic experience, if you will. What was his pitch to you about his vision that hooked you in? I don't remember exactly if he pitched anything to me. I just knew that he was going to do an adaptation of Carmen. And Carmen is such an iconic character in literature, on the stage, as in the opera. And I think everybody knows of Carmen, even if you're even if you're not familiar with the music of the opera, even if you've never seen it or if you've never read the novel, I think everybody knows who Carmen is and what she represents. You know, this like fierce, feminine, sensual, powerful figure. So the opportunity to get to play her was obviously very appealing, but also knowing that Benjamin comes from the dance world and that he was going to tell the story through movement and dance, I just thought this is going to be something unlike anything else. And I always gravitate towards creatives that have a unique voice. And Benjamin is definitely, I always say that he's kind of creating his own genre with, Mm. with this movie. Yeah. Well, you said that he has a unique voice. That's so apparent when you watch the film and it's really stuck with me since I saw it the other week. And there are so many relevant and important topics told in such a way that only cinema can deliver And in such a way as through dance, like you mentioned, I mean, it's talking about contemporary themes and issues around refugee crisis on the Mexican-US border, the violence of drug cartels, mental health of US veterans, like they're really big themes and topics to discuss. And dance can evoke more meaning than words sometimes. And I found myself so deeply moved by the storytelling through dance in this movie. And, you know, Melissa, when researching, I didn't believe that you are not a trained dancer because I have eyes and I've seen you and loved you in in the heights. And I'm like, you you are a dancer and you trained with the Sydney Dance Company, right, for, for rehearsals. And 
I can imagine that would have been a really intense experience preparing for the role. Uh, was it a baptism of fire for you in some way? It was. It was. I obviously having done the training for In the Heights really helped coming into Carmen, even though it's a completely different style. You know, it it almost feels like a completely different world because salsa and like Latin rhythms use very specific like muscles and very specific movements of the body. And Benjamin's mm. style is completely head to toe, very organic and flowing and, and a mixture of ballet and contemporary. And I was, I was t- petrified because I didn't know if I was going to be able to pull it off. I didn't know if I was going to be able to make the audience believe because Carmen is a natural born dancer. You know, mm. she's not trained. She's trained by her mom and her grandmother probably and her, you know, her grandmother's mother. It's a, like a lineage of like female powerful dancers that just it comes naturally for them. So I was terrified of that, you know, feat of like being able to pull that off and just the wildness, the rawness of the of her movement mm. and, and setting up like a specific language for her because it's basically there's so little dialogue in the movie that Carmen's language is her dancing. That's the way that you can tell what's going on inside her. And, and Benjamin did such a beautiful job. I mean, I respect dancers so much and I love dancers so much because, you know, a lot of like these dancers like Benjamin himself have been dancing since they were toddlers and mm-hmm. they put their body through so much. They live in like so much pain, but they do it because they love, they can't live without dancing. And that's like the mindset that I was going into with Carmen. But it's also a universal language. Like anybody that's watching a dance performance can understand the story. And there's no need for language or translation or anything. And I think that's what you're talking about when you're saying that you were so moved by the Mm -hmm. movie is because you're seeing a film where they're speaking Spanish half the time. And a lot of, you know, and it's a Austra- it's a Australian French co-production. Like there yeah. was no one on set that spoke Spanish except for me and Rossi, you know? Right. And Benjamin was just kind of like letting us do our thing in Spanish and trusting that we were conveying what we were supposed to be conveying in the scenes. And then really having to tell the story through eyes, through movement, through the, the chemistry between Aiden and Carmen and all of that. And so it's a very special movie. And if like you, the audience is willing to kind of let themselves feel and let themselves go on this journey, it can be a very, very powerful experience. And all the little topics that you're talking about, like all the current issues of the world that get touched upon in the movie, I find that the best way to do it. And a big reason that I wanted to do this movie was precisely that because it doesn't hit you over the head with it. You kind of see it happen. You're you're very aware that it's the current climate of the world that we're watching and that these characters are going through and the trauma that they have because of like the violence, because of having come back from the war and like all of these things that are so relevant, but it's not constantly talking about it and it's not trying to teach you anything. It's kind of like putting it out there for you to digest and then maybe come out and be like, oh my God. That is what's going on in the world. Mm. But I saw it as like a, a ballet of sorts. And yes. and it makes and it sparks a conversation in a yeah. different kind of way. Absolutely. Just to build on that, I found this quote from Benjamin where he says that directing is very close to choreography. You deal with space, time, emotions, lighting, 
making beautiful things. He has delivered an astonishing debut in Carmen, obviously weaving in all those really important themes and topics that audiences should take away and think about the world that they, that they live in. What was it like working with him, not only as the choreographer, but as the director, what sort of collaboration did you have with Benjamin? It was such a beautiful thing because from the beginning, I jumped on this project in 2018. So mm-hmm. it it was many, many years of working with Benjamin, of working on the script, of working on some of the choreography. And most of the choreography that we started doing in 2018 didn't even make it into the movie. You know, we just kind of started playing and it took us a long time to get to the point where we shot the movie. But because of that, Ben and I got really close and what I what I loved about him from the beginning is that he always made me feel like my voice mattered to him, you know? And, at, and in 2018, I had been in LA for less than a year and I had done one season of Vida and I didn't feel like anybody wanted to listen to what I had to say. And he made me feel that way. He would like ask me what I thought about the script, what I thought about like how Mexico was portrayed, what I thought about like, her life in Mexico before going to the US and like all of that. And I, and I would tell him like, this is what I think. And this is what I wouldn't like to see. And this is because, you know, and he would be like, okay. And he'd take all my notes and then he'd like, be like, okay, now what do you think of this? And that's how we would work on it. And the script completely transformed to the script that we ended up shooting. And he continued to be that way on set too. He was always Mm -hmm. like listening to us and trusting us and letting us improvise. And he he's really um, present. And I think it's his dance background. You know, he's kind of like waiting for, for the spark or waiting for the best idea or waiting for the magic. And it was a really beautiful thing also to work. I've worked with several like first time filmmakers and he was so fun on set because he created this energy. He would always be playing music for everyone. You know, of during you know between in between setups in between setups he had this playlist and he would play, and so there was like always like this lightness to what can be very heavy work. Mm. Um, he was like a kid in a candy store, you know, mm. like he was so excited all the time to get to be doing his first movie that had taken him so long to get to, and it was just a a beautiful experience. Like I I would work with him again in a heartbeat. I love how much you nurtured with the experience with him all all the way back in 2018, which when you think about it, doesn't that just blow your mind? Like that was, feels like an age ago. So much water has gone under the bridge. It must feel really special to be able to revisit your work on Carmen and talk about it so many years later and still think so fondly about the experience from right from the beginning. So this really beautiful anecdotes that you're sharing. Thank you very much. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, Carmen, the, the character has aspirations of freedom and, and liberty. What else is she seeking in this movie? I think she's finding herself. Mm. You know, finally, without the weight of of what she's had to live her whole life of having to like stay in a place out of loyalty for her mother. I think her mother at the beginning makes a beautiful sacrifice and gives her her freedom, gives her her wings, you know, and it's and and this wing metaphor is something that like is present throughout the throughout the movie because Carmen is a character that that floats. You know, she's kind of moving through the world, not completely touching the ground is what I is is what I was trying to like convey with her, because I think that's yeah. what when you see someone that moves with that freedom in the world, it's very attractive and it's very sensual and it's magnetic. And and I know that Carmen, the iconic character, is known for that. So I was trying to figure out what that meant to me. And to me, it's this contradiction and complementary thing of being extremely wise and having lived a lot and carrying a lot of weight but at the same time moving through the world with a kind of innocence like a childlike innocence and wonder and not mm-hmm. losing that and so i think carmen has these two things and that's why she is that person that wherever she goes kind of people people look at her and and people want to be with her and want to be her friend and and want to protect her and want to like everything is about her draws people in it was such a beautiful experience for me as an actor to get to portray a character like that and to have to you know, really think about the pressures of portraying a character that's been played for by so many like great actresses before me. What is my version of that going to be? Well, thank you for sharing your version. Uh, you mentioned a, a, about how people want to be with her and, you know, Carmen's really funny she's got a funny side as well uh, I really liked the the little moment where there's an encounter she has with a man who wants her to run away with him and leave Aiden behind you know Paul Mascal's character and your response to him is no along with he's a man and you're a musician you know you just you know what you want and you put people yeah. where, where, where they're meant to be and, and you and you float through the world like you said um, on your terms I want to talk about your filming experience in Australia. And I'm pretty sure that you've, you've now seen more of Australia than I have. Um, you filmed the, the movie in Broken Hill in Maroubra Beach in Goulburn across the South Australia. What was that experience like filming in such harsh environments? Because it was during the summertime, right? When you, when you filmed this movie. Yeah, it was, it was the height of the summer. I felt very, Hot. smart that year <laughs> no i love the heat I, i'm okay. from mexico you know like i oh, the heat is my is my like my natural habitat i felt very smart that year because i avoided winter i'm totally a summer person i, I finished shooting scream in october i believe and then mm. i went to australia in november and i completely escaped the winter that year because then i came back in march and I was like, this is what I should do all the time. This is this should be my like yearly routine. But it was beautiful to get to be in Sydney and shoot in Sydney because Sydney's such a beautiful city and so like picturesque and just like I, I just love that 
at least my, the impression that I got is that Australians really like to be outdoors. And yes. so, and so it. there's a lot of, and there's so much to see and it's just so there's a little bit of everything in Australia. At first when Benjamin was like, we're going to shoot Australia for Mexico and LA. I was like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. How is that ever going to work? And it did. It did in part because, you know, the film is mystical and magical. And of course we don't have like red sand in Mexico, but mm. it works, you know, like you believe that in this like dreamlike world, this this like kind of plane that Carmen exists in, like everything mm. is possible. And so you, it's kind of like heightened, like everything is a little bit heightened. And Australia was such a beautiful playground for that. And then being in Broken Hill, we were in Broken Hill for three weeks, wow. which is a little bit too long to be in Broken Hill, I think, because <laughs> I've never <laughs> been. So we were I'll like, okay, what advice. else? Yeah, I think just go for a week and like you'll have a yeah. blast and it's so beautiful. But then yeah. you're like, you're kind of like, okay, I'm done. I finished the town. What else? <laughs> but it was so beautiful to be out there in the middle of nowhere. I'd never, I'd never seen the sky look so full of stars you know like you could see everything you could see like the milky way it was just so dark no light pollution and so being out in the desert at night when we were shooting some of the scenes and some of like like the moonlight duet pas de deux that that Aiden and Carmen have in the desert it was really like the adventure of a lifetime and I'm so I feel so grateful and and the crew was amazing, you know, like Australian crew and everybody was so excited to get to be a part of a movie that felt so, so different. Like we all felt that we were making art every day, you know, like it, it's rare that you feel that way. And it felt like that. It was like, oh, we're making something so beautiful and special and unique. And, and, and you just hope that when it comes out that people see it as that, but it doesn't even matter you know, like, that's what I've learned. Like, it doesn't even matter because what matters is the experience while making something and that you're proud of it. And I'm definitely so proud and so happy to be a part of such a special film. Well, Melissa, I'm so grateful to uh, have the opportunity to talk to you about this movie. As Masilda says in the film, Carmen is the most beautiful poem made into a woman. Congratulations. You're amazing in it. And I can't wait for Australian audience to see it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Means a lot, Tim. So I'm so grateful. I'm so happy that you enjoyed it. I really, really loved it. You said you were making art. Like, my gosh, you really have made a beautiful piece of art for audiences to, to experience and take away. So well done. Thank you. Yeah, my corazón. I really enjoyed hearing the incredible journey Melissa went on with director Benjamin Millipee over the years and how much this project means to her. She truly is an incredible actress whose talents continue to shine through her work, never afraid to take on a challenge for her art. Carmen is a really special cinematic experience and I implore you to head to the cinemas to see this on the big screen and surrender yourself to this modern and captivating retelling of the classic Carmen story. I hope you enjoyed this special interview episode of Popcorn Pals with the star of Carmen, Melissa Barrera. I'll have many episodes more like this coming, so make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a thing. And you can also check out my interview with Melissa Barrera over on our YouTube channel right now. Carmen is in select Australian cinemas from July 13. And as always, 
Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next time. We are now on YouTube where you will find our latest celebrity video interviews. Simply search Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.